Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, yep. and Jordan. <laughs> this week we're going to be taking a look at Earth Tones by Bahamas, released in 2018, and it was picked by Nick. Well, yes, um, so Nick, you want to you wanna elaborate a little bit on why you chose this one in particular? Why, of course I would, Jamie. Um, so uh, I think I kind of said it at the end of last week. Usually I have kind of, I kind of have something that resonates with me throughout the week, and that's kind of just what I go with. And it was weird; I didn't really find anything like all week that I that I really wanted to talk about um, on the podcast about. And I think I found this the the morning that we were going to record last week's podcast. Kind of rediscovered mm-hmm. it because I hadn't listened to Bahamas in a long time, and I was like, "Oh, I, I'd really love to." Just like the the lyrics are so clear in the album, it's not like they're hidden by any instruments or anything. But I had never really dug into them, and I I love the instrumentation of the album for a long time, so I thought it would be good. And I think I feel like it's a it's a the instrumentation of the album kind of describes my my general mood and attitude towards life that I usually try and have. If that makes sense, it has gotcha. a, it has a similar vibe to. To my personal vibe, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, my I can see it. yeah, <laughs> my my background with the album. Um, I first heard his music in the the old Motorola commercial with James Franco that had all the time in the background, which is probably I think that was probably most people because that's that was my introduction. Yeah, uh-huh. and I. He has a song. That's not mine. <laughs> he has a song with like twenty million more streams on Spotify, but I don't know where that song got popular. It's a good song. It's called "Lost in the Light," but it's um, it had it just has more streams than all the time. But I feel like more people, at least from my generation that I know, know all the time more than that other song. Right. I mean, I don't. I don't know the other one. Yeah. But I I like all the time. Uh-huh. It's one of the songs I've listened to it for like. It's one of the songs where you listen to it like forever, but you never actually investigate the artist mm-hmm. any further. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I've I've known it, you know, for years. Uh-huh. Yeah, and never it, looked further than that. I really like the guitar solo at the end of that song. The the whole guitar yeah. part at the end of that it's song. It's really good. Yeah. The whole tone of everything. It's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, uh, sorry, you can. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah uh, oh yeah and last <laughs> last week he came out with a, a new single called own alone and uh mm-hmm. that's for, off his new album right yeah uh, and his new yeah. album's coming out october sad hunk ninth, i think yeah <laughs> sad hunk is the name of it. <laughs> but um that kind of made me listen to earth tones again and i was like oh i forgot how much i like this album that was one reason I, I picked it for this week. He's a, he seems like a neat dude. He's a, I'm not sure what part of Canada he's from. He's from part of Canada. He's like, like a, 
I'm not sure how old he is. He looks like he's probably in his like early 40s, just like a dad making cool. I feel like the the genre for this music would be like adult alternative. Would be the uh, yeah. I think I, I think whenever I was looking at it, it said that this one, or maybe it was the the one before this. Um, but yeah, he won like an. A, I think best album for, in adult art alternative gotcha. in 2014 or something. Mm-hmm. I think the album's at, like the genre's acronym is AAA. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the, I think I think I remember reading that too. What, what did you see that for this album or was it for the album before this one? I don't remember. It was just I was looking at his general Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Um. It was one of the two, though. It was it was a recent one. I think it was the one before this, which is like Bahamas is Afi or yeah. Afi, however you say his name. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I've never heard him say his name, so I don't know if it's Afi or Afi. It's something it's, Finnish. I don't know. Yeah, uh, he his name's Afi, and his last name is it. It looks phonetically like Jervanen or Jervanen, but I don't I don't know how you it's something like say. that. I do. I don't know. I, I Scandinavian. That's nowhere for me yeah <laughs> yeah on on wikipedia it said he was finnish canadian i think yeah but uh i didn't um, i didn't know before christmas last year that he was on he's on jack johnson's record label that's called mm-hmm. Brushfire records and i saw that uh they came out with uh his record label came out with like a compilation album of christmas songs last and, last and year. then was he on it yeah uh-huh. and he was on it singing gotcha uh, I forget what Christmas song. It was like it was a popular <laughs> Christmas song. It's like uh it's like Dreamville, but for like white dads. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like talking a little bit about like prior experience, like I said, I mean I knew um you know, I knew all the time and I probably have heard there was another one off of that album that said was like supposed to be pretty popular. So I've probably heard that one, mm-hmm. but other than that, like this was this was the most I've ever sat down and just listened to um, his music. And I mean, you know, I liked it. Jordan, had did you uh, had you had much prior experience? I had literally no experience. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I feel like it's what... zero. Yeah, dude. Apart I, from that commercial. So... No, even the commercial, bro. Dude, I mean... I, that commercial it was like everywhere. I'm pretty sure it was a Super Jamie. Bowl you commercial. think you, you like have so much more faith in me? <laughs> Than you, than you should dude i like i don't get like it's so weird how like walled off i am and like i don't even you're like oh yeah that blew up and we heard that but it's like i don't even hear like songs from artists that kind of blow up like sometimes i do but okay wait which song was it again that blew up with it's this? All it was called the all the time and it was in a was it a motorola commercial oh, no what was the commercial but yeah i haven't had like anything like I remember all like football season the year that came out that commercial it was like that's I saw it all the time. Okay, so, either I'm, I just scrolled through real quick. Either oh, I, just I don't didn't even realize. <laughs> either I just don't remember it, but uh, okay. I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll chalk you up to no experience. We'll, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then Jordan having no experience, what did you think about the album? Um, okay, so I thought it was like I actually actually really liked it. Like, I actually really, really? liked it. I kind of just put it on the yeah, I put it on the background. So what I've been doing first is like putting it on the background and just see how I like kind of like vibe with the music in the background. See what kind of like grabs your attention. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And I think it was just pretty chill. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I definitely just liked. Uh, I can't. I think I can't pick out anything individually right now. But I'll get. I'll like try to mm-hmm. later. But um, just like listen. Just listening to it while I was like playing a video game or something that wasn't even like that intense. I just. I just started. You know, I. I, I try to not listen to it too intensely and just kind of like, like I said, sorry, I'm, I'm repeating myself, like vibe to the music, but I, I remember seeing my head or like feeling my head like bobbing a little bit. I'm like, yo, this actually sounds kind of good. Like <laughs> I kind of like, kind of like listening to this, but yeah, after I picked yeah. it, I was, I was worried that you, you weren't going to like it like <laughs> at all because you usually say you like more aggressive or energetic music. And I guess there's, Which is there's not probably this like at all, what'd you say? I know. I th- <clears throat> it's not this at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm starting to appreciate slower music a little bit more, well, which might be. It's, it's I know. I think. I think I'm slowly getting conditioned. I'm slowly getting conditioned. Yeah. I don't but, know if it's con. I don't I actually. I, I would think that it'd be like kind of the opposite of conditioning, like opening up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like listening to. Okay. Well, I, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean conditioned. Like it was like 1984 or something. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm hearing more, so now I can, right. like, compare rather than just, like, compare it straight to rap. I can okay. compare it to, like, other music that's kind of, like, Similar to slower. It? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's like we're uh, we're helping build out your tool belt, you know? If you if all you have yeah, a hammer, yeah. all you have is a hammer, it's <laughs> like a nail kind of thing, so. True, true. Yeah, now, and now we're giving you, like, screwdrivers and Yeah, like, I, I think I enjoyed this more than, like, Willie Nelson's album, I think. Ooh. And that's what I kind of... I, I wasn't comparing it directly, but I was like, I was like, I like the just kind yeah. of... Kind of old country's pretty hard in the opposite direction. Yeah, <laughs> I kind, I, I, I just like like the guitars in this, and just like mm-hmm. kind of the instrumentals in this. But yeah, what? Yeah, no, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it. I kind of. Yeah, one it. thing I really like about this album and almost all of his music is how, how, how simple the the arrangement feels for the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's not a bunch of different instruments going on at one time. Well, and that's because I mean like. it's. At the core, it's just him, right? And then, like touring, he has like you know vocalists and like drummers and stuff like that. But like, I, th- I think the so. songs are written, and then it's just him for the most part. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. it, he's not like I don't think he's like Tame Impala where he does like all the instruments and stuff. But right, but he he writes it. But he plays probably the has guitar like studio. Sings it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I would figure he'd probably like most singer songwriters if they have you know like a music backdrop, they'll kind of like they'll have their parts, and they're like, okay, and this is kind of what I want. And then, like, a session musician or someone will, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, develop the rest of the song. But, yeah, I mean, and so I definitely, I like I like it a lot. It, it feels very, um, like, personable. Yeah. Throughout the entire, the entire album, it felt like, I mean, because from, like, a songwriting standpoint, it's, like, him. Uh, from And from a musical standpoint, it's, like, he's the focus of it. The rest of it's just kind of, like adding to that background yeah which was pretty cool i like that a lot too yeah it was uh i watched a a live performance of i think he did way with words and opening act the shooby dooby song i think he did i like that one a lot yeah i think he did both of those on jimmy kimmel around the time the album Mm -hmm. came out and i watched both of those performances today and uh i was i was surprised he was on jimmy kimmel Uh i was i was surprised that he had two drummers when he performed, and he he <laughs> might have had. I don't think he had two bass players. I know he he played guitar, 
someone else played like rhythm guitar and yeah. there was a bassist, three backup singers. But I was surprised when I saw there were two drummers because I was yeah, like, that's... what? Like, what, what complex yeah, rhythms I mean, are they doing? And stuff? It's seldom that you see two drummers, especially for something like, like this kind of music. Mm-hmm. Like two drummers. I mean, the biggest example I can think of is like the Almond Brothers. Yeah. You know, and that's like. I didn't and, know they did. I didn't know they had two drummers. Yeah, and Tedeschi Trucks, whenever we saw them, they had two drummers too. But okay. I mean, that's because there are two drummers, but then there's like 20 people on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so like. <laughs> yeah, I knew that um, I knew that King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, I knew they had two drummers. Yeah. Well, they're just weird. Mm-hmm. That's that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like overall, I, I, I dug this album too. I liked how. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was, it was a very. It was a very, yeah, it was a very relaxed listening every time I listened to it. It's just kind of like, and most of the rhythms, like looking at it from a, not necessarily like uh, an arrangement perspective, but like looking at just like timing wise, a lot of the album felt in this very comfortable BPM pocket where it was like, you can do pretty much the same like head bob throughout the entire album, but (laughs) it's still on rhythm. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was like and sometimes you know i like a lot of variety but with something like this it just it felt it felt more natural to just be able to kind of like yeah the entire time just kind of go with like just ride the same beat for you know 45 minutes mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah i yeah i mean it, it was good whenever i whenever i revisit the album i always feel like the first song alone i feel like it has mm-hmm. a um, i feel like the very beginning of it how it opens the album is kind of yeah like contrasting to how the rest of the album sounds like it almost sounds like it starts off with a not not an ominous tone but just a more serious tone yeah and, it uh, my my thoughts about the song was that it like overall the album is very like chill and relaxed but like alone felt very like i don't know it just kind of on edge and tense the entire time mm-hmm which yeah, that was something that I noticed, and most of like another thing about the album overall that I kind of thought was like the start of it, like with alone. That's like got most of the highs of like from a like frequency perspective. Okay, it felt like a very high one, and then like it kind of gets lower, and then the last song is like most of like the lowest he sings and stuff like that. Yeah, true. And I thought true. that was kind of an interesting. Not necessarily a rise and fall, but like start high and then it just kind of like ends with like a just much lower place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh speaking of you were talking about him singing high and stuff, I watched uh a little bit of a performance he did at Bonnery mm-hmm. today. And I can't nice. I don't know if it the, the video was posted in twenty nineteen, but I don't know if it was from twenty nineteen. Cause that was, it wasn't. I would I would have at least seen him because I knew a song. At least yeah. I'm almost positive. That's that's what I figured. Yeah, because because I knew you didn't like tell me about him at all, and I was like, I'm pretty sure Jamie would have at least said something about him. Right, because I I know that like yeah, it's at uh, it looks like 2015. Oh, okay, gotcha. but he, uh, I think it was in all the time because that was the song he closed out his set with. I think it was in all yeah. the time. And I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, that line. He, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was twenty fifteen. Gotcha. Towards the, uh, I think it was in the last verse of the song. 
he sings in like a higher register and it was a it was it was impressive as soon as he like went to that higher register the whole crowd like started cheering and stuff it yeah was, it was cool he dang he, i'm looking at i'm looking at this uh would have been pretty good i'm looking at the, the bonnaroo do they had hound mouth in 2015 oh heck yeah i love hound mouth. tove Low, glass animals benjamin booker oh yeah dude i love i've thought about doing uh benjamin booker's second album like three times for my podcast album but i just haven't picked it yet. <laughs> yeah i i got yeah. oh, oh dawes alabama shakes oh, kendrick lamar oh, dude babe. this would have been such a good lineup <laughs> that would have been awesome royal blood oh hell yes earth wind and fire what? rtj oh. odessa tears for fears dang this would have been a ri- ben folds what a time to be alive this would have been a killer set list. We were alive, but we were just in high school. Oh, because this would have been this would have been Kendrick. This would have been to pimp a butterfly too. Oh damn! He had been going hard. Hosier, my morning jacket. Oh heck yeah! I'm sure they would. Gary put... Clark Jr. Yeah, dude. That would have been ba- awesome. Bass actor <laughs> Bahama Sturgill Simpson. Oh, my Flume. Bro, you guys are gonna cry just talking about SZA it. again. Like like highly SZA. suspect. Like Kaleo. Dang, dude. <laughs> like four or five of the, the artists you just named are artists that I like always Billy go back Joel? to that I can throw on like any of their songs and be like, Yeah, listen to this. Yeah. AWOL Nation, Robert Plant and the Sensational Space Shifters. Interesting. His Golden Messenger. Oh hell yes, dude. Shaky Graves. <laughs> Damn, this is a killer lineup. <laughs> God. So were the, were the headliners, I guess, like Kendrick and... Uh, um, I guess I might not say. I would guess earliest to latest set time. So according to that, if it was like the one we went to, then it would have been Kendrick and then Dead Mouse and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. Dead Mouse. And then Saturday would have been... I'm sure, I, I'm sure seeing Dead Mouse at a festival. I think Saturday would have been My Morning Jacket, Mumford and Sons, and Bass Hector, and maybe Gambino. All right. My Morning Jacket. I'm sure they put on an awesome live show. Yeah, I feel like they did. Really this good would have been match. cool. I was, oh, man. This and this year's lineup was also killer. But when I uh, we had to refund our tickets. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I used to work at um, a grocery store. I mm. uh, was bagging groceries for a guy. Lowe's food represent. What'd you say? Lowe's food represent. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, said I said a grocery store because I know they're kind of like a North Carolina thing. But and yeah, we we have such a wide yes. audience, so I needed to apply to everyone. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Our massive international <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I was bagging groceries for a guy who was wearing a My Morning Jacket T-shirt, and I was familiar with like three or four of their big songs and uh, i've listened to more of their stuff now but um i just made conversation with him i was like hey man you like my morning jacket and jim james is the name of their lead singer and he said Mm -hmm. he said oh yeah man jim james is a rock god i've seen them like 11 times in concert and i was like bro he i don't think jim james is like the next mick jagger or like (laughs) <laughs> you, you need to relax, man. Like they're 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 good, and I'm sure they're they have like great live shows, but they're not like. I don't think they're the Grateful Dead. Well, I I think you could make comparisons to them, 
as the Grateful Dead of our generation because their their genre is very similar, bit, and I yeah. think their live shows are probably pretty similar, but they just don't have the same kind of cultural impact. But they are they are a, right. they are a really good band. I do like, especially their two newest albums. I really like both of those. Yeah. Um, but uh, we might need to rein it back into to good old. Yeah, now that, now that we're freaking sad about not going to Bonnaroo in twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You guys just make yourself whenever we, um, whenever, whenever the time machine is invented, Jamie and I are going to go back to Bonnaroo in twenty fifteen. Bonnaroo, absolutely. Um, That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I just I really like, I like the the vocal range he had. Yeah, uh-huh. and throughout I, the album, I couldn't find I mean, it's just I couldn't find credits for Bad Boys Need Love too. But I'm pretty sure he sings that. And After listening to the last song, I'm almost positive that that's him. Yeah. Because uh-huh. like it's only a little bit lower than the than the like low parts of um, of any place of any place, and it, that's just impressive, dude. Yeah. Because it's one thing. Because it's one thing to be able to like go moderately low and then really high, but it's a whole nother to be <laughs> like. I mean, he and he's not going like crazy high. He's maybe going like an octave at most above concert C, maybe an octave and a half. But like, I mean, he's hitting those bass notes like <laughs> fully bass notes. Like it's insane how low he can get without losing like the same um, like inflection ability. Because it's yeah, one thing to be able uh-huh. to go low, but then you like close off and can't articulate stuff but i mean he's singing low and it sounds comfortable yeah <laughs> i was gonna, i was trying to think of a way to say that like he still has range in that lower register to, to sing well and not just sing like a flat right it's not it's not one note the whole time yeah. it's like it's still dynamic mm-hmm. but it is very low mm-hmm. which is very impressive yeah. and and yeah. really good man it's so like smooth mm-hmm. his voice is like butter I feel like I feel like he's a he's a handsome fellow, especially for mm-hmm. I don't know. He's got a. Do you know what he looks like? Yeah, yeah. Depending that, on the picture, if you if you Google image him, if you uh, <laughs> did you not like? He looks better with a beard. He does. He looks. He looks like a. He looks like a sad hunk with a beard. Am I right? Yeah. Um, ha! That's because because uh-huh, that's the name of his next album. album that comes out October 9th. Everyone look up "Sad Hunk" on October no. 9th. No plug for the episode i mean yeah and you can see him i think i think he looks better with the beard but yeah i mean he he's he's a decently yeah, handsome he guy he does look better with the beard <laughs> no offense to you if he, if sorry. he watches so, to sorry mr gervon but, <laughs> but jordan's advice is that you should keep the beard <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry but i am but yeah there was a Wait, sorry, what were you saying? Nothing, really. Uh, what, were you going to, like, remark about the album? I was just going to go into, like, yeah, something, I, some note that I had. Oh, I was just going to say there was, actually, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll just say it real quick. There's a couple songs I like. Like I really like Show Me Naomi. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. like, a different mediums in that as far as, like, sound and, like, instruments and sort of, like, voice play. It was kind of just, like... Mm-hmm. It was a kind of all over the place at different parts. Do you have There's any like, of, like really harmonized. particular parts that stick out to you that you want me to cut in, or just like you just like it overall? I think I just kind of like it overall. Gotcha. I think I like the parts where uh, 
He doesn't have a lot of... I feel like he doesn't... De- okay, I'm sorry if I get this wrong, but does he have a lot of backup vocals on a lot of these yeah, songs? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, from different... Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's more okay. prevalent on this album, I think, than definitely his last... The two albums before that. But they're... I, I said in my notes that there seems like there's gospel influences in this album. And, and yeah. that might... That, I think I really just said that because he has those... Like with the, all the like harmonization yeah harmonization and like the, the choir yeah. of vocals that, that comes in in certain times but uh that was that was one thing i really liked in like the majority yeah. of the album songs i was gonna say because in show me naomi i really like the the backup vocals a lot in that song <laughs> show me naomi show me every last little thing about you show me don't show me how you want to treat it. History just gets repeated, so you gotta. Uh, that's, that's something that made it good to me. And then also, I guess Bad Boys Need Love too. the backup vocals in that also sounded really good. Because the, the like, like, high part was like. Bad Boys Need Love too. All the deadbeat dads and the kids that they had. It was uh, just, it was, I mean, obviously it was integrated into the chorus also, but it was just so like, so nice and her, their voice sounds especially, so Yeah, especially so that rhyming. contrasted with like his like really deep part, like his really yeah. deep hook he would throw in at the end of those high parts. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was a really interesting contrast right there. I like that a lot too. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was crazy in that song that he, the, well, no, never mind. I, I was gonna say that um, when he says <laughs> "bad boys need love too," his voice is low, but I don't think it is. Now that I'm thinking about it in my head, because I think it's the background vo- vocalists say "bad yeah, boys need love too." Yeah, it's when he says, uh, and then he says, "You know, what's he say? You know what I'm talking about, yeah, or something uh, like that." And it's like super low. It's, yeah, that's like crazy low. <laughs> I don't remember which part is it again. The, it's 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 the same. It's what you're talking about, where like there's like the the high pitched bad boys, and then he goes, "Okay, you know what I'm dog like that, mm-hmm. but you know better." <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, because that's I forget that's how the, low he goes sometimes. That's the first time in the album where he goes that low, right? You know what I'm I think so. And he, and, I mean, and, and then he sings, I think that's probably the lowest he goes to. Yeah, because I think that's lower than <laughs> he ever goes in any place. Yeah, the last song because well, once you go like. Once you go that low, you can't like. There's just you lose dynamics. Yeah. So like, uh-huh. yeah. That's why that's the hook and not you know how he sings the chorus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One one thing I really liked about um, "Show Me Naomi" is it almost it almost sounds like a blemish in the song, almost. But I, I think it, it's obviously mm-hmm. left there intentionally because you know they had to listen to it so much before they actually right. assembled the song and released it. But he he holds out. Um, Naomi, like the Nao part, like right, right until after the the instrumentation drops back into the the verses instrumentation. So you gotta show me Naomi, like right before uh-huh. the bass groove starts again, or right after the bass groove starts again. That's when he he stops singing the last part of the of the chorus like it sounds like mm-hmm. it lasts just a little too long 
and it definitely lasts a little longer than the first chorus but i I like that little addition it catches you like it it catches your subconscious off guard almost like if you're just passive you don't really realize it it, but it it piques your interest Uh like if it's a little thing that goes oh yeah like yeah it's it's like oh that's not like that's not the same formulaic like uh yeah hey wait a minute yeah like how how music is in general like you stay in that same Mm -hmm. rhythm and stuff and you like even subconsciously you notice like at least me like it just sounds out of the ordinary yeah and which is why i like um live music so much is because it's like there's so much more of like the differences in the music um yeah I, i yeah i definitely like that part and i didn't realize listening to that song until i looked at like the track name that he says show me naomi i thought he said show me the old me because that fits with like the the lyrics of the song about like you know wanting to you know be shown how to be like a better you know i guess like partner kind of and so like show me the old me i thought that he meant like like saying that, I was like, "Oh, so he means like show him him before like before he like drifted you know, starting a, the in, right like the drifter musician voice. life." Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I and then I saw Naomi, and I was like, "Oh, so that's like who he's singing to." And <laughs> I looked up, and yes, that's his wife's name. Okay, I was I was like, okay say, well, that makes I, sense too. I was about to ask, do we know who Naomi is? I was trying yeah, to. She's yeah, uh, exactly. she's his wife. Okay, I was trying to find um, information. I didn't Google too hard, but I, I did. I googled. Uh, I think I googled. Afi Jervonen wife or Bahamas music wife or something earlier today and I, I couldn't find a whole lot but it seems like a lot of the the lyrics in the album are about like relationship struggle and or, or a fair amount of them or, or, or at least about personal internal struggle with like the way you want to approach your life and things like that and uh yeah I think I've said that like twenty times on this podcast that I enjoy okay. that I enjoy introspection and, and um, uh, a conflicted nature within songs. So right, I, I mean that makes sense because that's like that's that's like f- for you as a person that's that's yeah. like what makes you enjoy art as a medium. Yeah, uh-huh. from like you know conversations we've had just throughout life, I guess. Yeah, and it's like relatable music you just like better, you know, like. Mm-hmm. If you talk to anyone, everyone always says like, "Oh yeah, that music was really relatable," or like that music was right. got me through like a hard time or something. And it's just like they're basically just saying what you feel, which is a lot of mm-hmm. which a little. I, I know you guys don't know this, but uh, I, a rapper named I don't know. Do you guys know who P and B Rock is? Uh, I know the name. He's he's the one who had the last song on the Pop Smoke album yeah. that you guys liked. Kind of it was the only one that was like different. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But they. They apparently came out and was like, yo, why are all these rappers making such sad songs? Like, when I used to make songs, they were so, like, upbeat and happy and about partying. And then, like, a couple of, like, the, like, quote-unquote sad rappers were like, bro, we're just doing what relates to us, man. We're just talking about shit. <laughs> right. And it's, like, obviously. I was like, bro, why, why, why are you calling out someone for not making, like, happy music? <laughs> right? like, it, was, yeah. it was weird. It was weird. I was right. like, this dude's... It, it, it just seemed weird, like a weird thing to call yeah. out. I was like, bro, it's music. That, like, I mean, that, tell somebody? That, uh, that reminds me of um, a great Jason Isbell line from a song called To a Band That I Loved off of his album Something More Than Free. 
um like the the last chorus is like uh or not the last chorus but the line i'm talking to in particular says um i thought i was the only one left from an old southern town new ideas bouncing around in my head and i thought everyone like me was dead and he says and somehow you put my fears on a page when i still had nothing to say and how i miss you today so like i mean like that's the same kind of thing where it's like music has an uncanny way of whether it it gives you um it gives you words to like express how you're feeling and what you mean and so i mean that's you know that's why music is you listen to what you relate to because that's like it's what it's what you are feeling yeah like uh, especially for for someone like me who's never been able to really like articulate what they're what they're thinking mm-hmm. in in a perfect way that exemplifies truly what they're thinking you can you can hear that in in music and you can hear someone else sing those lyrics and be mm-hmm. like oh wow that's that's exactly what I thought. And even though this isn't right. a purely literal, like, a, even, even though it might not be purely literal, the, the po the poeticism of something can, um, can even sometimes more, more authentically articulate the feeling you're having than, than saying like, Oh, I feel kind of melancholy. Like you can describe a sit, right. you can describe a situation and be like, oh yeah, I, the feeling of that situation is what I'm feeling right now in my situation. Yeah, I mean, it just it, it paints a more you know like vivid picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, but I guess getting back into a little bit more specifics about this album, um, I absolutely love like every time I listen to the album, it's almost always like one of my favorite parts. Just to think, it's it's so damn slick, like it's so smooth. But it's in um, it's an opening act mm-hmm. where, because the whole song's about like, like I used to I used to play to nobody, yeah. like, you know, now, talking about how he he was an opener for a lot of people, and then I think it's yeah, it's the ooh, is it not the? I thought it was the second verse. Maybe it's the third verse. <laughs> Which part? Are you- yeah. It's so it's it's the third verse where at okay so I'm just gonna read the third verse. Um, so up until this point, he's talking about how yes, they're the opening act, but it's still cool because he's still getting to you know play music. Yeah. And verse three, it's there's no company car, there's no passing the bar, there's no end in sight. And I know it ain't wrong if some half-written song keeps me up at night. If I open my mouth and nothing comes out, I won't be reduced. Cause I always remember to pull out my fender and just let it loose. Like that that transition is just so so damn slick. <laughs> that that's a I, I love that's that. a good word for it because that that's I feel like that encapsulates 
a, a quality that I love about this album. So much of the album, yeah. uh, so much of the songs in the album sound just so so groovy and so slick. And so, it's just it's 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 the kind of line where you know, like, if he's performing the song live anyone in the audience who knows the song is waiting for that part and he goes the thing where like the singer gets up close to the mic and kind of does like a like a like a smirk yeah, while they uh, sing out that line and bit, they yeah. just go into a solo <laughs> yeah like there's um one of, one of my favorite clips is like a 21 minute jam session with john mayer is like just kind of playing rhythm for the for some like nightclub band in la and they're just hanging out yeah. and then like the singer the he says like something 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 a word that rhymes with thing and then he's like and now we're just gonna let john do his thing and then he like starts soloing and it, anything like that i'm just like ooh, <laughs> yeah that's nice yeah that that kind of ties into a point that i had about a couple songs on the album i i always enjoy hearing lyrics that are about songwriting or touring or mm-hmm. a, about a, a musician's personal experience in in mm-hmm. that like whole whole experience as a musician and he he has a, he has a little bit of that he has a lot of that in opening act and he has a, he has a little bit of that in the next song in no wrong where he says uh like i just emptied my lungs to this empty room like mm-hmm. uh, like the the sentiment that that he's doing what he loves and i i think it's it might be an opening act or there's some other song where he's, it sounds like he's kind of struggling with the notion of, of being a full-time musician about like, like he's, he's done this for so long and this is still the point he's at in his career. He's not like some huge superstar or anything. He's, he's just like, he, he's a, he's a career musician who makes acclaimed music, but he's, he's not like living lavishly off of it. Basically. Right. I, I like that. Uh, I like his his discussion. He's a little more that. genuine. Yeah, yeah, his his genuine nature on that topic, but yet he's still like so many other songs in the album are still enlightening to me as a as a person who hadn't considered uh, ways he had thought about things, ways he presented mm-hmm. opinions, and I think this album came out in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. So that would be that's a that's when we were in college. That's that's like. Yeah, it was. I think it was January 2018. Okay, so that'd be second yeah. half of sophomore year. So that would be when I was uh, kind of floating more. Is that the second half of sophomore year? No, no, no. That that second half of freshman. 18th, year. January, right? That's the second half of freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It was. We started Damn. in the fall of 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We graduated in spring 2017 from high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like that was that was during the time when I was transitioning to to a different. Right, you're just gonna manhood more of who you are, things like that. I think the, mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely didn't notice it at the time. I don't think, but listening to the song "So Free" right now, where he discusses mm-hmm. uh, themes about like injustice and how he would like to further his own mindset and things like that. That's always yeah. It's always affirming to hear that other people feel that mm-hmm. way too. Like feel like they can improve in the ways they think about things and stuff. Right. I also, I think that song, I forget how long it is. It's gotta be like six or seven minutes, but I, 
Uh, is it everything to everyone? Is that the one you're talking about? No, uh, so free. Yeah, that one's. It's. I think it was seven and a half minutes. I looked at it like right before we started this. Yeah, it's yeah, it's seven minutes and fifty-seven seconds. So it's like right at fifty-seven. Damn, yeah. I thought it was like thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, so it's like almost like eight. eight minutes, bro. Yeah. But I, uh, I really like that song. I don't really know what my favorite song is on the album. I feel like there's a fair amount of songs that have. Well, they have a fair amount have similar vibes, but that that one's a little different. That one's more serious, kind of like Alone is. Yeah. But it's it's one of my favorite ones off the album. I liked, uh, I really love towards the end of it where I think it's the last verse, pretty much the entirety of the last verse. He's singing along with the background vocals. kind of gives the, the feeling that he has support behind the the beliefs that he has in a way mm-hmm. it's a i didn't even think about that but yeah i could definitely yeah it's a nice that as like a thematic element yeah yeah it's a nice thematic way to to think about it. yeah i mean the like there's uh there's two choruses and that's like the you know the second chorus is uh white privilege is dark i don't know that i can make a difference white privilege is dark i'll i've believed that love can make a difference mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's a, there's a lot that like it's beautiful <laughs> yeah i mean it, it kind of it honestly it touches a little bit on you know some stuff that we talked about uh with the rage i was gonna say in the rage podcast yeah yeah, I mean, like, right before that, the, the last part of the verse is, you know, unfair, my share. Is this just class warfare, our fair share? And then... Jeez. Yeah, I mean, there's... Uh, yeah. It's... I mean, that song, it's one of the ones It's like, just, this is what it is. Yeah, I really... Good, though. I also really like the, the part in verse three where he says, first class, near pass... Life lived through some wine glass. That's so crass. Kind of, yeah. kind of. Re- that's remarking on the same class thing, like, like mm-hmm. living, living life, viewing everything through your wine glass, through your, your, uh, not high horse, but like through your elevated right. status, through your, through not through me, your baby, own I'm personal lens. What would you say? Uh, not me. I'm living through that. Uh... Olive Garden Kids Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like viewing everything from from your privileged perspective and not from anyone else's. Right. The, that's so from, you know, Most of the population. Yeah. Yeah. 
it is. It's very crass. Very crass. Um, How insightful. I really like. Oh, what? No, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the like slide guitar parts in um, Alone. Alone. It adds a lot to the like the tenseness of the entire like the entire mood of the song really um and i also like how that contrasts with like especially uh specifically i wrote down the guitar part after the second verse of any place how warm his guitar is and that one as well like even like from a vocal standpoint which we talked to earlier the album starts high ends low i mean the guitar the tone of his like guitar is the same way like the it's the the in any place it's a lot more of a rounded bassier sound Mm -hmm. there's a lot more bottom end which i thought was a really cool how like I mean, it just shows that like the, the musical voicing matches so well throughout the album with his like um, vocal arrangements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just like the like reggae kind of feeling of Bad Boys New Love. Yeah, that, I th- I think that is uh, that's definitely got to be an influence on the song because when you when you I think you said that before we started recording or you said it another day or something throughout the week but mm-hmm. i i definitely feel like a reggae feel to the to the rhythm of the song mm-hmm. and that was i think that was hard to place because you're from like a rhythm like kind of like sonically the kind of vibe that i'm getting from it's very like reggae yeah because i don't really listen to a lot of reggae so i think it was hard for me to place yeah. like, i feel like i should it. honestly listen to more i feel like i'd enjoy it yeah. more it's just i don't yeah me too much. especially with yeah, like uh right. The, the music reggae is awesome what'd you say jordan i said i really enjoy it. the little reggae that i listen to mm-hmm. i really enjoy like it. like yeah. I, I i gotta check out more. The, the music that i usually put on whenever i'm just doing whatever like the the tone and the, the feel of it i feel like i would enjoy reggae Re- reggae but mm-hmm. I yeah i know my ra last year really liked reggae but uh yeah well i mean that's where like r&b is kind of influenced by right is like originally it was mostly like a reggae stuff i could see it and then it kind of you know evolved into more of what we know is like r&b today yeah. i think um, it's kind of like how you know blues became rock yeah yeah i was gonna say i, th- I feel like it's it's weird to call like like old, old older well it's it's not weird to call because that's what it originated as but it's it's interesting that we call R&B now like kind of like slower hip hop music with, with how, how it was in the old days. Like it was, it was basically like, like black people making blues music and like a mu- yeah. music with, with, with like attitude behind it and stuff. It's well, cause R&B it's, it's an acronym. It stands for rhythm and blues, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. 
And yeah, it is kind of interesting to look at that because now it's like, you know, the weekend and stuff. Yeah. It's like slow sex. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really blues. Is what R and B has become. Yeah. Right. It's not. It's it got a lot hornier. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's uh, it's like most genres. It's interesting to see the evolution, uh, evolution, and then like the differences and what it was and what it is, and and there's still, but there it's because there's still like aspects of like new stuff that you can see similarities in and draw comparisons, which which I think is fascinating. The coolest things to look at to me is like to look at how like country music is just like white people blues music. Like <laughs> even if you look at uh key relations it's like most of um like blues music a lot of like the relative there a lot of the keys used on blue blues music are like the relative minors of a lot of keys used in uh country music that's in a major voicing or i mean there's even a lot of similarities like the grateful dead they play a lot of like d minor and b minor um he's but that's that's really getting in the weeds of music when you say when you say country Uh, music like, do you mean like modern country music? Like older country. Okay, music. that's what, that's what I thought. Um, modern country music is a very one four five chord poppy or progressions. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole. That's a whole other thing. Uh, it's always crazy yeah, to me. I mean, that's when I watch a YouTube video. It's like about music theory, and they're like, "Oh yeah, these these." 10 songs all use the same chord progression and it's because it someone yep. someone stumbled upon it and they realized it it's formulaically amazing to everyone's brains and that that's why everyone enjoys it <laughs> and it's like yep one what? of the, one of the biggest ones is g c and d that's a huge yes. one um i don't know also c about. a minor and f that's a pretty that's a pretty big one or um c e minor f and a minor if only i could that's a, what do you do when you C a minor <laughs> you don't do anything cut that out <laughs> you, you, walk, and you walk the you walk the other direction <laughs> you act like a rational person this is you, you ask them how their homework is going <laughs> this is no longer a raw uncut podcast um <laughs> um but yeah, I think that's that's pretty much all I had from like both general and specific standpoints. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add before we hop into the old rating movie. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think I do. I just thought it was better than I expected. I'm glad you liked yeah. it. Nick, you got anything else to add? Um, um I mean I don't I don't think so. We discussed the instrumentation a lot and how we all enjoyed it, I think. And I, I did like a lot of the lyrics. There's a lot of, not one-liners, but kind of um, like phrasings. I get, or, or just like just like two or three lines that I feel like wrap up the the way that I think about things, or or, or it's just a good way to think about things. Like little sayings almost that he he has in his lyrics that I enjoy a lot. Like uh, th- there was something clever that I thought he said in uh, opening act where he says. Now the music is free, and you can't blame me. Blame the internet. Mm-hmm. That's in a yeah. That's an opening act. That's like that's just a that's a funny a little one. musing about like yeah like the age of the digital age of like just how music's everywhere and it's hard to make money off yeah. of mm-hmm. yeah. And the the chorus of "Show Me Naomi," the if if you don't show me how you want to be treated, our history just gets repeated. Mm-hmm. 
Like he just mm, this dude spit. Yeah, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, there's there's some like there's some bars. Honestly, yeah, he he has a, a lot of clever little, almost two liners mm. that are. It's like I guess yeah I guess quips would be yeah the, quips the yeah. best uh, like yeah. something you could see like like in a in a gift shop or like in a home goods mm. on like a little on like a little plaque that you could hang up in your kitchen or something. <laughs> not what I thought. I, but, I was gonna uh, say I feel like that's or maybe like a plaque that you could hang in your bedroom that's like a little more philosophical and less like le- yeah less straight I mean up that's, that's pretty accurate because I don't want to I don't want to boil down his lyricism to like. Hey, you could you could, <laughs> to you could market this to home goods. To yeah, home that's goods a, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's pretty insulting, dude. I actually went there. It's like, it's like it's like something stupid. Like uh, not, they're always about coffee yeah, or wine, or chocolate. He's not a he's not a live laugh love if you're guy. Gonna read he's this he's a lot more insightful. Yeah, yeah, I would assume. So. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I, did you have any? Did you have any other uh, quips to add? Nick? I don't think those were the only ones that I put in my notes. There, mm-hmm. there are plenty more that I'm sure if I if I would have spent time, I could have wrote down. But those are some of my favorite ones. I'll right. I mean, there's there's a lot of them where he, you know, he'll build the entire verse with, uh, like presenting a thesis, and then like it's like the punchline is the last two songs. Yeah, yeah. Or last two yeah, lines. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. It was good. Um. Okay, so I guess we wanna do we wanna hop into our little ratings? Thanks, yeah. Yes. So you want... I'll go last and then I'll I'll announce next week. Okay. okay, Nick, you go first. Okay, you gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoy the album because it, like we talked about before, like you said before, Jamie, you you analyzed me on the air on the podcast. You said you you you, <laughs> you felt like you 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 knew what I liked in art and. Uh, Mm-hmm. And, and you're right i i enjoy a lot of what he talks about in a lot of his songs i enjoy the the feeling he creates in a lot of his songs and i think this album especially a lot of the the lyrics feel more applicable to my life now than they did when they they came out and that's another reason that i enjoyed mm-hmm. listening to it again but uh i really enjoyed listening to the album tonight whenever i was making dinner just so much of the so much yeah. of the instrumentation just just helps you have a, a better feeling whenever you're. I wasn't feeling down tonight, but I was gonna say, have a better feeling whenever you're feeling down. I was feeling pretty good already. Yeah, this, this boosted my mood even more. You know. Mm-hmm. Nice. But I'll, I'll give it a. I'll give it a good. I'll give it an eight. Because All it's right. not like eight flat. It's nothing life changing, I don't think. But it, it right. has it has a lot of good points in it and it's a it is an album that i mm-hmm. that i really enjoy a lot so i'll, I'll give it a gotcha. solid eight all right jordan what about you what you feeling i'm gonna give this album a 6.5 right. okay okay gotcha because i and i enjoyed it I could, I could probably listen to it in the background yeah, mm-hmm. something maybe not actively listen because i don't like it that much but <laughs> maybe like if i'm shopping in home goods <laughs> or something, you know and i just want so you feel you feel the same about this as Rage Against the Machine. Okay. All right. Um I think I'm gonna give it I was gonna give it a seven, but after Ooh. like talking about it, I'm thinking I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Oh, I, oh, I, I thought you were gonna go lower. <laughs> y'all brought up y'all brought up a few more points than I had um like initially remembered in my like uh when i was writing out my notes uh-huh. so i th- I think i'm gonna i feel comfortable at seven and a okay. half 
Okay, cool, cool, um, cool, 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 cool. All right, so then that'll bring our average to 7.33, which is uh, fourth. All right, below yay nice and save. above turn blue. This um, is below yay. <laughs> yeah, yay, yay is third still. Um, all right, so then I guess now that brings us to announcing next week's episode, chosen by me, and I will I will give you a choice. Do you what? want? Do you want kind of rap? Rap. Uh, well, neither of them are rap. Wait, wait, wait um, please. One please of the choices <laughs> is like southern rock. And then one of hold them. Up, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Say it again. Your mic just destroyed. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you do you want R and B or Southern Rock? You know what I want, but um, I don't know. Um, if you're thinking about, I probably know what Nick wants. If you're thinking too, about but... doing a weekend album, I don't really know what other R and B. Nah, I wouldn't do a weekend. Oh, really? Okay. It's too horny for this podcast. Well, the the <laughs> new one's not like. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like uh. After hours yeah, isn't, isn't excessively horny. Like it's it's That's it true. is a little horny. Alright, decision made. We're gonna do next week, we're gonna do Coming Home by Leon Bridges. Oh cool. Is that the is that, is that, is that the Southern Rock one? No, that's the R and B one. Okay, but Southern yeah, Rock yeah, I'll yeah. save. Because we're still gonna do that album. That'll be my next okay. pick. That'll was be my the, next pick. Out of curiosity, was that the same one you were thinking about doing whenever you picked It is not. Okay. Gosh. I, knew- I I realized while we were talking about this one, I was like, "Oh my god, I would love to do that one." Okay. And is it is it the deluxe album or the not deluxe album? Um, let me look at the track list really quick. Wow, didn't even come. <laughs> Dude, I I chose like this ep like during this episode. Are you freaking I remember kidding me? <laughs> and you just outed yourself that you just chose it. Do, uh, let, should we revisit you choosing Yay? I don't. Well, yeah, I think. Yeah, I was, we'll we'll do we'll do the deluxe because I I didn't realize the last song is on the deluxe edition, but I really like that song. Um, so we'll do, like, we'll do the does deluxe. He have five edition. extra songs in the deluxe. Uh, he does. 15 minutes extra longer. Does minutes. he? Is it really five extra? Yeah, songs? River is the last oh, song. Yes, really okay, so I guess I've only listened to the regular version because I thought I thought that it ended at Mississippi Kisses, but yeah, we're definitely doing the deluxe version then because I love those songs at the end. Yeah, bro, you this song you're gonna feel like you're back in like the sixties, <laughs> but this came out in like 2015. Yeah, have you have you listened to any Leon Bridges, right. uh, Jordan? Absolutely I, uh, not. I tell you I what, really like you're in for a treat because this is this is like the best Leon. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, Bro, this this is, and it, it it makes me happy that you said you like this album because I feel like you're ready for this one. That's true. Yeah, I can see that that connection. I really like. Uh, you're, you're prepared. I really like that album. The album we're gonna do next week and mm-hmm. the the EP that he put out. I think it was earlier this year or late last year. Yeah. Um, that's really good too. All right, nice. Well, that is that's what we're gonna do, and it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be some some nice smooth listening, yeah. and then next next time I'll do what I was gonna do this gotcha, time. Gotcha. Well, all right. Um, 
So I guess just kind of what we've been listening to uh, this week for me, it's been how long are we running? How quick do we have to be? All right, let's be pretty uh, quick. So uh, pretty quick. Uh, yeah. uh, three artists: uh, Marcus King Band, Peach Pick's second album still, and the Black Keys. Nice. Um, I was gonna say there's this remix with uh, this dude Hot Boy. Never heard of him, but he did a little baby remix. And I liked it a lot. Uh, I'm trying to get into YBN uh, Namir a lot more, and I don't, you probably probably don't know who he is, but he's a rapper. I, I like his voice, but I've never just liked any of his music, which is kind of weird, except like one song. But uh, Fabio Foreign put out a single kind of like that, Entrepreneur featuring Jay Z with Pharrell Williams. That one was kind of oh, big. Yeah. I like that song too. Laugh now, cry later with Drake, obviously, uh, and then just my normal shit, <laughs> just regular stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, um, I kind of discovered the the rap group Injury Reserve. They're they're pretty good. Yeah. I, okay. I sorry. I listened to one of them too. Sorry. I said sorry. yeah. I said uh, yesterday. I felt like you because I, I I found one of their songs that I really liked and I put it on. I I didn't put it on repeat, but I listened to it like ten times in the same day. I really liked it. <laughs> but uh, in, Injury Reserve. I listened to some Jack Johnson, specifically the Curious George album. Awesome. Um, Wait, the what? <laughs> Is that why you were dropping it? Yeah, yeah. The, he, the he released a uh, channel we he have. He released some like companion songs to the Curious George movie that came out in 2006. And uh, I listened to that album last night, and a lot of the songs are pretty chill. And and one of them is actually, the, the first song I sent in our Discord is actually pretty good, and I really like it a lot. And the second song, I like it, but it's a cover of like the Schoolhouse Rock, like reduce, reuse, recycle. Like I think it's Schoolhouse okay. Rock, but it's a uh, it, it's just Jack Johnson, and I uh, I always like Jack Johnson, so I just sent it to. Him. But uh, it's pretty I, good. Oh, Jackie, yeah. Jackie boy. I did a. I investigated 100 Gex. Um, Hyper Pop isn't. <laughs> uh, they're they're a little. It's it's pretty interesting, but uh, not not really my thing, except for some Charlie XCX. She's pretty good. Um, the the killer's new album, Imploding the Mirage, that was good. Yeah, we I think we both listened yeah, to that. Yeah, I enjoyed the the majority of that. Um, also, I'm driving my mom's car this week, the Maxima, and I listened to Run the Jewels three in it because it has some super heavy bass. Oh, dude, that's some crazy it bass. It was awesome. <laughs> dude, the Maxima has such an incre- a, a crazy amount of stock yeah, bass. It's it was it, it was good on the on the drive back. To run. I can see and my, it. my final plug, um, there's a kind of like indie um, like singer-songwriter woman that I kind of rediscovered this week. I knew one of her songs from a long time ago called Emotions and Math, but her name's Margaret Glaspie, and she has a cover of the Lauren Hill song X Factor, which you might not know off the top of your head, but it's it's like heavily sampled in nice for what the drake song and um, oh, okay, okay. I, I would recommend you listen to lauren hill's version first because it's a it's a really good like r&b song and it's got some good attitude in it some like you can you can hear her her like sass and her like remorse for like a failing relationship but Mar- margaret glaspie's yeah. spotify session cover is like incredibly sad and it's really good i would also recommend that <laughs> Interesting. I I love almost all the Spotify yeah, sessions. Yeah, Spotify so. sessions are great. But that I know. If you drop it on the Discord, I'll probably use it. All right, all right. But yeah, that that wraps me up too. Okay. Nice, all right. Nice, then nice. I guess we'll uh, 
we'll take this one on home. Um, yeah, so we wanted to just say thanks for listening this week, and remember to tune in next week where we'll take a look at Coming Home by Leon Bridges. Uh, be sure to check it out, the deluxe version specifically, so that you can have your own thoughts and can kind of mentally join in the discussion next week a little bit. Um, you know, feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album on YouTube, or you can tweet them at us. We're on Twitter at, at @listenuppod, and that account as well as our personal handles will be in the description of wherever you found this. Um, if you guys could leave a rating, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily the best, but if you can just leave a rating wherever you found this podcast, that'll really help us out. Um, and yeah, for now, we'll catch you next week, and remember to listen up. Listen up.